Hello there. You're listening to Two Girls One Mic and I am Simmer Kaur and I am Ushi Singh. Welcome back to another episode of our new series Away with the Chalkboard Blues. In this series, we will be interviewing teachers about their life and core values in this profession. In today's episode, we'll be sharing the mic with none other than Ms. Prinna Ghosh. Having the privilege to have learned from her, I can vouch that Ms. Ghosh is an excellent principal and a teacher as well. Her command over English and domain expertise are what makes her a great teacher. Before we begin with the podcast, Mom, would you like to share a few words about how your life has been in this teaching career? Uh, thank you, Oshi and Simmer, for talking to me today and uh, for having me on your show. Uh, I think uh, I've really had a fantastic uh, innings as a teacher, and uh, I've enjoyed every moment, uh, or rather every day of this very long teaching career that I've had. It's going to be. Um, it's. It's more than four decades. It's forty-six years since I've been teaching. So, but then it's been a wonderful uh, uh, life as a teacher. That's really great to know, ma'am. I joined Gyanshri about five years back when you were still the principal. I joined in the mid-term of grade four, and I used to think think that it would be really hard for me to catch up. but i recall everyone from the students to the teacher being extremely helpful so i wanted to ask how do you as an educator assure a positive school culture or climate oshi i believe that learning can only happen if the learning atmosphere is positive and happy so this has always been my effort to see that children are happy coming to school that they are happy doing what they are doing in the classroom and outside of the classroom and this is something that i have shared with all my teacher colleagues and in school we have always planned our lessons we've planned our activities we've always thought about what would be appropriate for children and what would come to the children not as a burden but as a joy and as you know we do have our slogan as far as gyan shri goes we say that we are here for the joy of learning right so we do want to instill that joy in everything that we do in school and i honestly believe that if children are happy doing what they are doing then they will learn and they will learn for life that was a fantastic answer ma'am life is very uncanny and as we all know one of the skills that we require to have is thinking on our feet could you describe a time when a situation needed to be handled with sensitivity and tact and what was the issue how were you able to handle it and what was the outcome something on the lines of that Okay so Simmer uh, there are many many instances in a teacher's life that requires a teacher to be sensitive and that requires a teacher to actually think on her feet okay so there have been quite a few instances 
in my career in my teaching career where i've had to actually take a decision on the spot where i've had to handle a situation uh, so that it doesn't go out of hand for any of the stakeholders so um, there are a lot of things that come to mind but particularly when there have been cases when uh, uh, i i particularly remember a case when we had a child who came to know while she was in school this was in a residential school and she just got the message that she had lost her mother and this was one of the most sensitive cases that i think i had to handle and this girl was i think in class 7 at that time and for us to be sensitive to reach out to her and to be her mother in absentia at that time was very very important so it took us it took me a lot of um courage it had it needed courage it needed sensitive sensitivity to handle that issue and i think i also saw another thing that really touched me because all her friends who were in her class her seniors they all came to make her feel a little comfortable it's definitely not an easy situation so that's one instance but we have had other small instances or big instances you know where children have been very nervous before an examination i've seen children getting blackouts before an examination or i've seen children um coming out of the examination hall because they just don't they don't know how they would go on with their paper because they don't know what to write since they've probably had a blackout since they've kept awake in the night so these are situations which require a lot of thinking on our part we have to handle the situation sometimes uh, the children may be in a different center and they may be in some kind of a trouble so we got to think and tell them how should we handle this so from all this to instances where uh, one of the ins- instances i had was where uh, you know there was this girl who was so nervous that she just decided that she doesn't want to ever get into that examination hall so we ha- and it was her 12th standard board examination so she was on the verge of a breakdown and i had to sit with her and talk to her immediately and use all all that i could to coax her to be able to go in and sit in the examination center and do her paper So yes there have been many many instances like that and uh, some where we have dealt uh, with the situation very very um, effectively very sensitively and there's always something that we learn from these situations also does that answer your question yes ma'am that does so life is meaningless without compassion love empathy and sympathy It seems to be even more meaningless if one is not happy. It is in human nature to discover more and more ways to be happier and more content with life. Many people find contentment and satisfaction by making others happy and it works like a charm. Yes. Indeed. You're very right. Yes, ma. The quest for happiness is not proportional to the quest for money or fame or success. It's the quest present in our heart. 
if we follow our hearts we will be happy with ourselves at the end of the day and that is the truth every time we make someone happy an indescribable feeling enters our body and it makes our day even better and at night you can go to sleep feeling a little better about yourself and your day and your life as well that is so true simmer the beauty of life does not depend on how happy you are but how happy others can be because of you teaching is a profession in which we help so many young and developing minds that we truly experience the joy of learning so ma'am in what ways do you empower teachers to be leaders and role models for students uh a lot of the teachers they look up to seniors like me because they want to know uh, some maybe they 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 are probably looking for some tricks okay tricks of the trade so to say how do we tackle a situation how do we tackle a, you know there could be little children throwing a tantrum there could be little children who come crying to school because they they don't want to be in school uh, for some reason or the other so there are teachers who want to know how do we deal with a situation like this and it's not very difficult because if you pass on this um vibe i would say of being happy and if you connect with the children whom you are teaching then the children relate to you and the happiness passes on also and that feeling of comfort that feeling of joy does pass on to them so there is no uh, there's no formula of creating a happy situation there's nothing that one teacher can teach another and say do this and the child will be happy or your class will be happy okay but yes happiness is brought about by a sense of satisfaction a sense of satisfaction in doing what you're doing rightly so the mantra is that if teachers know what they're doing and if they're able to even teach what they're teaching in a joyful manner the children are connected they are happy and that's what creates this ambiance of happiness and aura of happiness in the classroom so that's what teachers do they they come to teach because they want to teach that's the first thing that they should be doing that those who don't want to teach will never make happy teachers those who come into the profession per force will not make happy teachers so those teachers who come to teach because they want to teach they want to reach out to the children they want to make themselves understood and when they do that they when they want all that they make that extra effort to see that what they're saying is actually understood that they are understood and that they can relate to the children so there is uh, there is this feeling of empathy but there is also a feeling that you are here for a certain purpose and i will conduct myself in such a way that while i help you to deliver that purpose i will also reach out to you when you need me and when you need comfort i shall be there so this accessibility and approachability of a teacher brings a lot of comfort to the students in the class 
and i think that's the message we all pass on to each other that be available for them it's not only about being extraordinarily good at content you know you may be very knowledgeable but if you're not able to deliver that effectively and if you're not able to reach out to the last child in the class then you don't make everybody happy indeed ma'am as the saying goes a good teacher has the ability to inspire children to ignite imagination in students and to instill a love for learning so i think that's very true from what you said right now so in 11th grade i had the privilege of being taught english by you ma'am the way you taught us poems and the way you encapsulate my peers and i in the poems is truly a very enriching experience and i love making notes while you speak like my textbook is literally filled with notes and i really admire the passion you bring in what you teach us so here's my question for you does delving into the art of literature give you uh, pleasure and how does it do that what does it mean for you i think uh, the biggest uh, pleasure i get is from reading and uh, i just get immersed into the uh, you know into the subject into what i'm reading and i live the book literally so i i think as a child and as i grew up i found that my best companion was a book so i could actually experience the world of all the characters in all the books that i read so if it if i was reading alice in wonderland i could easily be alice or if i was reading let's say uh, um, an adventure story then i would probably be part of all those adventures in my mind and so it it gave me an opportunity to actually travel travel with all the characters about um, uh, whom i read travel to all the places in the books that i read and even today i think if i have a book to read i don't think i need anything really uh, more than that so yes i do have a passion for reading for any good literature and uh, fortunately i've been uh, um fortunate enough to learn more than one language to be able to read okay so i it's not just that i limit myself to english of course english is uh, definitely a passion because i'm most comfortable with english but i have read uh, uh, in uh, hindi i've read tamil i've read bangla in fact i re- i started uh, learning bangla can you hear me yeah so i i started learning bangla so that i can read the children's literature in bengali because it has a very rich uh, children's literature content so um, yes reading is something that gives me extreme pleasure and uh, of course you all are very familiar by now about my passion for poetry in particular and i enjoy that the most That oh, was she, I believe. That was very yeah. wonderful to know, ma'am. I love reading as well. If anyone Good ever enters my room and they open any cupboard, the most most of my cupboards are just filled with books and books. So, Good. 
reading for me it helps me attain perspective in life reading is what makes me happy and it also inspires me to write for the past few years i have been writing articles and it truly gives me joy and right now i've moved to writing poems and these days i've i've been writing articles and poems for the my good school blog and sometimes i think i even think about pursuing it as a profession in life so what advice would you give to students who really yearn to be good poets or writers basically youngsters who are eager to participate in such beautiful art my advice would be keep reading and keep writing you there's nothing called a writer's block though many people talk about it okay but there really isn't anything called a writer's block if you enjoy reading never stop reading and if you enjoy writing keep writing keep doing you know whatever you want to write that's the best way to keep yourself going so keep writing and keep reading and read whatever you think you like to read you know some people are very choosy about what they want to read but i think uh, there's a there's such a lot to read and i don't think one lifetime is ever going to be enough to read everything that you want to read yeah that was giving advice mom i will sh- i think it will surely inspire our listeners to pursue writing and reading as a hobby as well as a passion writing does help us in a lot of ways such as with practice we are able to communicate a lot more clearly and put forward or convey our ideas in a very efficient manner but most of all writing as an art eases our minds and our hearts it helps us resolve conflicts that reside within us and acts as a medium of self exploration now ma'am we know that the job of a principal is a tedious one as the choices made require the consent of many such as the students the parents the staff as well but who is it that brings a smile to your face children children bring a smile to my face small big all children bring a smile to my face I think uh, uh, it is because of the children that we are in this profession and uh, that's what really makes us happy. So that's why I said that to see a child smile is probably the biggest joy. That was very sweet, ma'am. I would like to mention a famous personality who brought happiness to a lot of people in his time. and he did this without even using words his expressions mm. the way he molded pain into humor and of course his creativity to this day remain iconic his story and performance still make people laugh with joy yes he is none other than the famous charlie chaplin maybe this example is a little bit cliche but no one can deny the fact that he is iconic Oh, uh, definitely, definitely, Oshie. And another person that I would like to mention, who is maybe not as well known as Charlie Chaplin around the world, and who still continues to bring a smile to a lot of people's face, uh, people's faces, is Jasbal Bhatti. Yes, the Indian comedian whose name today's generation may not even recognize, 
but i recognize him very well because my dad and i used to watch his episodes every weekend and through his humorous and satirical uh, p- portrayal of real life situations he never failed to bring joy to all of his viewers and he converted such misery in real life to such wonderful humor and made everyone laugh his comedic his comedic timing was also impeccable and i think with that we come to an end of our wonderful and hearty discussion with one of our favorite teachers and guides and mentors miss uh, mrs brinda ghosh ma'am we sincerely I- hope you enjoyed your evening with us we love having you and we definitely want to get back to you for part 2 of this conversation wonderful thank you simmer and thank you oshi for talking to me and for listening to me thank you very much good evening thank you so much ma'am for joining us and with this we reach the end of today's podcast we sincerely hope you enjoyed it and would like to thank everyone who has helped us uh, achieve the success of today's podcast Stay tuned for the next episode same day same time next month We are here at my good school Things here are so cool Together we learn together we create together we meditate Everyone We soar above the hills. Let's shout it out, hey! Let's all be proud, hey! Hats off to my good school. Just what we need, hey! For us to succeed, hey! Are all here in my good school.